You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. So, uh, yes, so we're doing, um, uh, we're part of a little series, uh, or we're in the middle of a little series called We Need to Talk About. And uh, for the past few weeks, we've been looking at progressive Christianity, thinking about what, it, what that means, uh, what does progressive theology look like. Last week, we were thinking about stages of faith. So we're looking at some of the sort of fundamental things, really, the foundational things that we, we try and base our life together on. Um, and uh, over the, today and uh, in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to just spend a little bit of time thinking about worship, which is another one of those sort of fundamental, foundational kind of areas of church life. So we're in this, uh, this series we need to talk about. Um, and uh, as part of, as a way into thinking about worship and what that means and what we're, what we're talking about and how we do it, uh, today uh, we're going to uh, do something a little bit different, um, kind of focused around music to a large degree, but then looking to broaden things out a little bit from there. So if you, uh, if you get our community news, you'll may have noticed that there's something called a Music Appreciation Microhub, which meets every couple of weeks, meeting again this coming week. Um, and it's uh, a group for people who are very wise and learned and analyze in depth pieces of music, not. Uh, it's a bunch of random people um, who uh, just get together for an hour on a Tuesday evening, just share a piece of music uh, that means something to them, um, and we talk about that a little bit, and then sometimes that kind of takes us off into other areas, and we end up choosing uh, other bits and pieces, and it's fairly sort of free-flowing. Um, and uh, each week, we usually have a theme just to get us kind of started. And so back before Easter, uh, our theme was uh, worship songs you won't hear in church. Worship songs you won't hear in church. So we we're encouraging people to think about pieces of music or songs that kind of speak to them, that uh, speak to them in terms of faith, God, uh, life, um, but they're not anything that we would naturally call a worship song as such. So kind of trying to open up uh, that, that kind of way of looking at worship and what that might be and how we connect with God and what helps us to do that. So uh, for the first part of this morning, um, uh, a few members of the group are going to be sharing a little bit about uh, a track that they chose and why they chose it. So we're going to be listening to some music for the first sort of 20 minutes or so and hearing a little bit about uh, why those tracks were chosen. Then we'll have a little break and then there'll be some opportunity to discuss around our tables. Um, and just to give you a bit of advance warning, one of the questions is, um, what song or piece of music would you choose to answer that question? So you can maybe be thinking about that as we, as we go through. Um, but uh, that's, that's for the, the second half. So uh, we're going to start um, by... Uh, I'm going to start by asking Lyndon to come up and share uh, the piece of music that he uh, chose, and then we'll listen to, to that song. Thank you. I've got a confession to make. I actually record the BBC Songs of Praise. Ooh. Well, it's been around for 60 years, so it must have done something right. But um, you notice I said, well, it's, it has some interesting stories. 
Um, but you notice I said I record it because, in fact, I fast forward through all the hymns and just listen to the stories because um, unless it's a new song or a new group, I'm not really interested in joining in with something where I'm not in the congregation. I can't connect to that and so I fast forward through them. Uh, and if you look at the subtitles, because they always give the words to the hymns, I sometimes sit there thinking, what's that all about? Did I used to sing those words? They're absolute nonsense. And in many cases, I just don't believe them. So uh, I'm not a fan of hymns. And actually, I'm not a fan of congregational singing, but uh, uh, I, I've chosen a song that uh, to me is very relevant to the Christian faith, as it should be. Something I could work with, something I could base my life on. Uh, in 1990, a group appeared called Heartbeat. Not the, uh, not the television program, but a Christian group that was based at, um, then it was based at Malmesbury. It's now based at Thornbury. And it came out of the New Generation Ministries. And it's a group that, for me, broke the mold of the sort of three-chord guitar backings and limp vocals that were around then as Christian songs. And here was something innovative, some new instrumentals, challenging lyrics. The song's called I Will Speak Out, and I think it could be the anthem for this church because it tells what Jesus expects of us. So I'm gonna ask Duncan to give it a bit of welly and play I Will Speak Out. Right, okay, so that was Lyndon's choice. Um, just to say, you may have noticed on the tables you've got uh, lyrics for the songs except for that one. So for those of you that were trying to find, I should have said that at the beginning, but uh, there are, we've got the lyrics for the other songs that we'll be uh, listening to. So, but I think it was fairly clear you could pick up hopefully what was being sung there. So yeah, powerful statements. So um, our next song uh, is one that was chosen by Gabby. And uh, Gabby's not uh, able to be here this morning, but she, uh, she sent through um, her thoughts about the song. So I'll just read out what, um, what Gabby said. And uh, this is a, a song by a band called Memphis May Fire. Um, and also, I should have said at the beginning, um, for those of you who will be listening on the podcast, um, you won't be able to hear the music tracks, but I would uh, encourage you to go and find them, either on Spotify or on YouTube. Um, all of these are songs are available on YouTube, so you can track them down. Um, so if you're listening on the podcast, you'll hear the intros, um, and then you can perhaps press pause and go and find the song and then uh, carry on. Uh, so our next song uh, is by a band called Memphis Mayfire, uh, and it's called Need to Be. Uh, and Gabby says, I chose this song because every time I listen to that song, it goes through this journey of understanding the dark times we've been through and low, heavy emotions we can all experience within ourselves and by seeing suffering in the world. It then goes on to say a line which I love. You saw the beauty in my flaws. 
I love this because it showed me that Jesus or the universe, a close person, whomever, should be able to see the beauty in your flaws. That made me extremely emotional and touched deep. It's a good reminder too. Additionally, the song then goes on to speak about how this unconditional love makes one want to be better towards themselves, others, and the world. So I believe this song can represent the gift of spirituality really well. So this is a song Memphis by Memphis Mayfire called Need to Be. Uh, so, <laughs> pop pickers. Uh, now, uh, now I'm going to invite Elizabeth to come up and uh, say a little bit about the, uh, the song that she chose. Yeah, um, I haven't got any notes, which is just as well, because I've forgotten my glasses, so I wouldn't be able to read them anyway. Um, so the song that I chose is from an amazing book of poems called The Lost Words, which some of you may have come across. And it was, it's um, poems written by Rob McFarlane and amazing illustrations by Jackie Morris. And it's based on the premise that a lot of words around nature and natural things um, have disappeared out of the dictionaries that are used in primary schools and been replaced by sort of technology words. So really simple words like dandelion and bluebell and heron and um, um, adder uh, and wren, words like that that are so familiar to us are disappearing out of the language of primary school children. And um, these two people thought that was very sad and produced this very beautiful book. Uh, and there's been a big push to get this book into all the primary schools across the land. And then they invited a group of musicians who individually are all um, very well-respected and well-known musicians in the folk world, um, mainly from Scotland, from England, but also there's a guy from um, Senegal, I think. Um, to come together and to turn some of these poems into music. And it culminates with the lost words blessing. And I love it because, um, well, it, it reminds me of a psalm because somehow it seems to weave together um, a recognition of creation and all the beauty um, and uh, wonder that there is in creation but also the fragility and the vulnerability and the impact of man on creation, on what God has created. And so it weaves together joy and beauty, but also lament and grief. Um, and it never fails to touch me really deeply. And I think for me, that kind of is what worship's all about. <laughs> it's a beautiful blessing, isn't it? It's a very powerful. The, the thing about as you journey, leave little gifts of light. It's a beautiful image, isn't it? So it's a, it's a lovely song. Um, and uh, coincidentally, um, that song was played at the end of Mike Treadaway's funeral back in December. Um, and uh, it's one of those uh, sort of coincidences where we, we kind of, and I think um, Helena and um, Elizabeth were chatting about this and realized that they they both got the same book and, and both had a really strong connection to that song. So, uh, yeah, it's very powerful, isn't it? So from something very gentle, um, very much about the words, to um, Muse. We're going to listen to a bit of Muse now, which will take us in a different 
to a different place, um, but no less valuable for that. Um, and so uh, this was a song that was chosen uh, for us by James, James Cook, who's one of our, our group. And um, uh, he's, he's not able to be here today. Um, he was DJing last night, so he was going to be up late, so that's why he's not here. Um, so, uh, but he's recorded a little video just explaining why uh, he chose this song. So we'll, we'll watch the video and then we'll listen to the song. The song is uh, by Muse and it's called Follow Me. So the song I've chosen is Follow Me by Muse. Um, it was written by Matt Bellamy, who's the lead singer um, to his newborn son before he was born. And it actually contains a recording of his son's heartbeat at the beginning. Um, though my concept of God has changed over the last few years, um, I really like the father-son themes in this song. I should say that James normally chooses hardcore drum and bass tracks, so that was fairly mainstream for him. Um, but it's, very, uh, it's one of those songs, isn't it? It's about father-son, father's uh, thoughts about his unborn son, and it's one of those songs that you can apply, I think, uh, or some of us might find helpful to apply that to, to God and his relationship with us, God speaking to us those same words I will be with you, I will, I will walk with you, I will always be there. So it's, it's one of those songs that can easily be something transposed, if you like. So uh, that, was, uh, that was just a selection of uh, some of the, the songs that were chosen. You can see it's a fairly eclectic uh, mix. Um, and so we're going to just take a pause for a moment. Um, and if you want to top up your coffee or uh, take a comfort break, then uh, now's the chance to do that. And then we'll come back together and uh, we'll have a bit of conversation around our tables. So just... Uh, we'll Stop for maybe uh, five minutes or so, and then we'll, we'll come back together. Okay. So, uh, just to remind you, um, our theme um, was worship songs you won't hear in church. Okay, so that was our original theme. So the first question relates to that. So had you been uh, part of that, that session, uh, which song or piece of music would you have chosen? Okay. So... Um, you may think, I've, I've got no idea because music isn't your thing, which is fine, because then the second question is, what about books we don't read in church? What about films? What about pieces of art? So the idea is to kind of extend, go beyond thinking just about music to other things. What are the things that, that kind of speak to you? Maybe music doesn't, doesn't work for you. Um, then what about other, other things um, that, again, we, we just kind of, you, you wouldn't expect to hear this read or seen or watched, looked at in church. So you get the idea, hopefully. And then the third question is, is kind of opening it up a little bit further still. What helps you to connect with God? So what are the things that really help you um, to connect with God? So we're just trying to kind of, as I say, open that up a little bit further. And a, a question that, that's not on the screen but might go with that as well is also, have there been times when uh, times or places where you have felt a really strong connection to God. If we think about connecting with God, does that bring up for you a particular time and place, a setting where you think, yeah, I really felt a very strong connection to God at that point in, in that place? So that's a kind of, that's a, that's a specific question. Um, and then the, the kind of more general question is, you know, what, what generally helps you to connect with God? So so those are the questions. Um, as always, if it turns out the conversation kind of goes in a slightly different direction, that's fine. Um, but uh, those questions will hopefully um, get you started at least. So um, yeah, go for it. We've got uh, a few minutes to have that, that conversation. And the other thing to say actually is that I think it'd be quite nice if we could try and collate 
some of this. So if someone on the table could just uh, maybe write down some of the, the things that, that are shared, because it'd be good to have a bit of a, a sort of a feedback as well as to, to what are the things that, that uh, you guys are sharing. So if someone on your table could do that as well, that would be great. Yes, so uh, yeah, just as Joe said, do write stuff down, not just the songs, but other things that you've, have come out of your conversation as well. Uh, if you got down to the second and third questions, then it'd be great to capture that, uh, that information. That'd be brilliant. Uh, so yeah, in, on our table, uh, I want to see people say, well, what about your choice, Rob? Well, um, one of the joys of being in charge is you can decide when you're going to play your song. So we're going to finish with my choice <laughs> in a moment. So um, I, will, uh, I will say something about that, and then we'll do that. Uh, but before we do, let's just pray, shall we? Father, we thank you that we've uh, been able to gather in community this morning. Thank you that although uh, what we've done may not feel like a church service, thank you that uh, we're your people, we're gathered in your name, and uh, you're here with us. We thank you for all those things that are true. Um, and uh, we thank you that we've had this opportunity just to share together, to listen to one another. Uh, and I just pray that as we, as we go from here, that we would have a sense of uh, having met with you as well as, well as with each other. And that some of the things that have been shared might inspire us to, uh, to look for you, in, perhaps in surprising places, perhaps in places where we've not looked before. Uh, help us to be attentive and open to, to the ways in which you speak to us and, uh, and the ways in which you meet with us through life and not just when we gather on a Sunday. So we thank you that we've been able to, to meet together like this this morning and uh, we pray for one another as we, as we go our separate ways. Amen. So, yes, um, uh, one of the, um, well, two things, I guess. I think, I think these things are connected, but I just wanted to share this. Uh, so last week, um, Joe, uh, Sarah, rather, was talking about, um, we were talking about stages of faith and growth, and Joe was talk, uh, Sarah was talking about the garden and how things, the thing that really struck me was, was she said about how things just pop up where you don't expect them. Things grow, and you think, well, where's that come from? And that sort of made me think about... Uh, we got some uh, monge too growing in our garden. And uh, down at the bottom there, we've got some rogue potatoes growing. Uh, and I don't know why they're there or where they've come from. Well, I mean, we did have potatoes in there last year, but where's that come from? And I think part of this whole thing that we're, we're thinking about really is just about being attentive and open to those ways in which God sort of surprises us, where things pop up where we didn't expect to see them. Uh, and I think part of part of the kind of skill almost of navigating through life is, is being able to, to listen, to notice, to be aware of when those things happen um, and to, to pursue those things as well. And, and if it, even if it seems to take us away from things that we've known and are used to. Um, so whether that's the sort of things that we've been talking about uh, this morning or, or in other ways. So there's something there about openness, isn't there? And an attentiveness to what God might be doing and what he might be wanting to say to us. So my choice of song is um, a song by Gungor, um, and it's a song called You. Um, and uh, I chose this because uh, it, it kind of represents something that, generally speaking, we don't talk about a lot in church, except that last Sunday we did, because it's really a personal song about a journey of faith. Um, and as you, uh, as you kind of listen through, you, you'll, you'll kind of see how that's, that's mapped out in the song. Uh, so we're going to play that song uh, and then um, we'll finish 
And by all means, do carry on with your conversations and get more coffee and so on. Um, but we'll just listen to this song as we finish. You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.